Yeah, big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. Wanna cool the combo in here? Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. Wanna cool the combo in here? Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, more. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when no bin, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Hey guys, happy Friday! Welcome to Big Talking Brewskis. I'm Marissa Smith. We've got Rodney Daniels with What's us. What's up, folks? Happy Friday. Happy St. Patty's Day. It's time for Big Talking Brewskis. Uh, Amanda Holstein. Yep, Amanda we Holstein. Have Amanda yep. Holstein. 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 Yeah. Okay, we have Amanda Holstein with us. How are you doing, Amanda? I'm good. How yeah. was your week? Oh, I don't even know. I just like got off work, so my mind is. Yeah, <laughs> it was good though. You know, we had the sto- snowstorm Tuesday. You know, just stay home, smoke weed. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was yeah, so yeah. great. That <laughs> snowstorm was ridiculous. Like, isn't like. Spring, like Monday. It's supposed blizzards. to be, but we're having it's, blizzards. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Ronnie, how was your week? My week was good. I like I called in on Monday and then just enjoyed the the snowstorm. Like I went and like hung out with a, a friend because I, I needed a cuddle buddy for the snow day. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but the wind blew like my, my window open and my dog hopped out and was like on my roof. Oh, my it God. was the craziest thing. My landlord's like texting me. Her daughter's texting me. Like they had to get like a ladder and like go up there and get my leg dog. She's like a little Pomeranian miniature pincher. How Got did a picture. She get him? I, I don't know. I guess like it blew open, and then um, I don't know. I guess it scared her or something, and she just like decided to hop out. She's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Does she and think she's a cat? I, I guess she was like, you know what? I think I can take that. Do <laughs> something. I need a rooftop view right now. Right. In the, in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she must have, like, great, like, agility. Cause, right, like, to stay up. Because it's, like, literally a slanted roof, and it's, like, right here. So she could have easily just fallen off, and then I would have been calling in. <laughs> like, was she, like, was she, like, traumatized when you No, she acted completely normal. I, I live with this Peruvian family, so they, like, took care of her, and, like, she was just, like, they fed her food, and... She was good. <laughs> She's like, Daddy, you'll never believe the day I had. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> You're supposed to stay home and cuddle with me, okay? <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, uh, how was your day? Your oh, my, yeah, day. my, my St. Patrick's Day. We were talking about that a little earlier. It was interesting. I started my day out with a threesome. So, that was kind of <laughs> nice. Way to start yeah. <laughs> I it's love like my it's neighborhood. Not even Good morning. Like eight o'clock. Yeah, no, it was like eleven thirty, and these guys like, "Hey, you want to do a threesome?" And I was like, "All right, yeah." You know what <laughs> else am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like I got some free time before the show. It's like, oh my god, like I would be tired. <laughs> like it was. Yeah, I mean, I took a little nap afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> When you got some Chinese lunch specials, oh like, God, all right. you had a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Smoked weed. It was nice, you Fuck know? Yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day, indeed. Yeah, yeah. hello. Yeah. 
Um, do, do you normally celebrate St. Patrick's Day? or No, I really kind of try to avoid the bars on St. Patrick's Day. Same thing with, like, SantaCon and even, like, New Year's Eve. I'm like, that's, like, amateur hour for drinkers, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's, like, too much going on. I'd rather just... You know, chill, hang out when hang the real out. people are. Yeah, out. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that is. Yeah, and that's a perfect way to describe girls. it. Is the amateur hour? Yeah, it's like yeah, all these like douchebags that like no. Oh yeah, I never really drink, but they I want get, some green beer. Yeah, they get like yeah. so <laughs> wasted so fast, and they're like throwing up at like eleven a.m. You know, yeah. it's like. Get your shit together. Right. Learn to drink like a professional. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not throwing up until four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I. Uh, I went out to Hoboken one year for the Hoboken St. Patrick's Day um, parade or whatever. And it was, like, so ridiculous. Like, people just, like, pissing everywhere. People just fucking in the street. (laughs) This, like, I'm, like, I finally, like was done by like five in the afternoon i'm like you know something i'm calling this day i'm out and i'm waiting online to like get into like the path or whatever uh-huh and like this girl is like like in front of me talking to her she's like i don't feel so good turns around to like bend over to like throw up and throws up on my foot oh and bitch. i'm like Ugh. That's always, oh. I've heard it happen to several people, like on the train, people throwing up and getting sick, yeah. like on other people. Yeah. yeah. And, and like that's like one of my shit. greatest fears. Yeah. Anytime somebody... I've gotten sick on the train, I run out, do it on the platform like a normal person. Right. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Or in between the car. Yeah. You know? It's like, I've never been so drunk that I've not been aware that there's another person right there next to yeah. me. And I've been really drunk before, so. Yeah. It's yeah. like, even like on the Metro North, because there'll be like people that sometimes like throw up and you know, I feel like I, like I'm like an old lady, so I always have like plastic bags with me everywhere I go. And so like I like see someone looking like they're about to throw up. I'm like, she's gonna need that. <laughs> like like it's, here you go. It's like here, throw up in the back. Don't throw up near me. That's smart. but like it's just ridiculous. Like I've like seen like so many people like throw up on the train. Like last train Metro North every night is like St. Patrick's. Day. I was gonna say I feel like it has to be like that last train though. Like, yeah, that's, it's that's like the yeah, most yeah, yeah. last train. It's ridiculous. Those are the people like, like, oh, I need a shot right before my train. Yeah. 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 One time I got so drunk before I was about to fly down to Houston, which is where I'm originally from. And I got, did a comedy show, got super drunk and was like, I'll just sleep on the plane. I got like two hours of sleep. I was like throwing up in the cab ride to the airport. (laughs) I was throwing up the entire plane ride. (laughs) You're trying to get the security. (laughs) Exactly. Hurry this up, please. (laughs) That's me. God damn it. Let me on this plane. (laughs) Yeah. But never on another person. So yeah, you're, you're, yeah, Yeah. you're a human being. (laughs) Yeah. Got morals. Yeah. Um, so, What's the difference between, like, doing stand-up in New York and Houston? Well, I started here, and I've only done it down there, just kind of one-off shows when I go down there. And the crowds are a lot more generous, for sure. And I think New York audiences tend to be smarter, and they're kind of, like, analyzing your jokes and, like, is the form good you know versus down there they just like want to laugh so right. like there's stuff yeah. that's like not even funny that i'll say that they'll laugh they'll at. laugh at, and yeah. i mean Uh-oh. i'll fucking take it but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's laughter all the same yeah just keep it coming yeah. keep it coming so, mama wants to eat yeah um so uh do you feel like um philosophy uh is is 
affects your personal identity uh, when in terms of your real life versus social media? Yeah, I mean, that's something I think about that a lot. I studied philosophy and I wrote my thesis on personal identity and the ways that we see ourselves in a technological space and especially with like social media it's like you create what's a persona right it's not just it's a version of yourself but it's not like your true authentic self so you know you so and i think that there's actually some freedom there because you can create this self very intentionally you know and it's kind of trial and error too, because you don't always know what other people are going to like, you know? Um, and it depends on like what you want to put out there. Like some people just put their bodies out there, you know, and, and present themselves as just a body. And some people, you know, find some versions of, you know, a mix between the boat, the two, but if you want to get likes, you have to put your body out there. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I went through that like earlier this week, like right after our show, I got really drunk and I was on the train and there was like bums sleeping on the train. I was listening to Beyonce. I was feeling myself. So like I Instagram a a video of me singing on the train, you know, drunk at like two o'clock in the morning. And so then I woke up and I like immediately regretted like, Oh my God, I'm probably like looking like mad crazy, but I got like 200 views and like likers (laughs) and people, were like oh my god this is kind of funny and i was like oh okay i was just really drunk at the time and so like you know it's like that persona like how drunk do i want to be like you know yeah, right. yeah. on my instagram well I, I feel like every person has a different um persona depending upon the platform also so like i feel like the body thing is probably more instagram very much like, yeah you know like if you want anybody to notice you on instagram like you gotta be flashing a boob you know yeah. um but uh, and then I feel like uh, Facebook, I think a lot of people use Facebook as like a diary almost. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe it's because most of my Facebook are just comics. Like I don't know what real people do on Facebook anymore. I but. know, right? I, <laughs> I wonder that too. I'm like not friends with hardly any real people on Facebook. Yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of normal people, <laughs> I say normal as in non-comics, yeah. uh, you know, they post a lot of like political stuff or... I don't know, Farmville, is Farmville still a thing? Yeah. You know, uh. like, I, I like can't even imagine what it's like to not be promoting yourself on and that's, social yeah. media now. Because on Facebook, when I, like, I've been on Facebook since, like, the beginning. Like, when you could just be, like, a college student yeah. and you had, like, one profile picture. Right. And so then I would, like, you know, like, post, like, my thoughts and stuff like that. And then I just feel like it just became so toxic. Everybody's, like, posting, like, all these, like, crazy things or political views. And I just started making yeah. it just, like... I'm only going to post about my shows. <laughs> I think there's a lot of noise on Facebook. I just have like my Twitter kind of feed feeds into my Facebook yeah. and I prefer Twitter for sure. Cause then I can kind of control, you know, what I'm seeing and it's very limited in like the amount of text that you're seeing. Yeah. So, yeah, so. like Twitter, I, I actually prefer Facebook to Twitter just because, like, with Twitter, I just feel like I'm yelling in the dark. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, is anybody out there? Can yeah. you read this? Like, somebody please like this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, when you get a like, you're like, oh, you couldn't retweet this shit? Like, I'm trying right. to get some followers. Like, yeah. you know. And that's it's- another thing about social media, too, is, like, you're always, like, analyzing not just what I'm putting out there, but the responses that you're getting back. Exactly. And, you right. know, and it's really hard to predict. Like, I will get a lot of people who will tell me in person that they like my Facebook posts or tweets, but then it doesn't get like a lot of 
of likes or something. Right. And so it's you're like, like evaluating. Uh, can like, you please retweet it? Yeah, right. yeah. If you liked it, it. Press yeah. the like button. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> how social media works. Like, you're not supposed to tell me in person. You're yeah. supposed to tell me by retweeting it. Like, yeah. Don't you know. you, yeah. It's uh. like you don't get it. <laughs> Uh, but you tell me this all the time and I don't tweet. Like, I have a Twitter account. Like, the last time I tweeted was, like, 2012 or something. Like, I just yeah. don't really... I can't get into it. Because I feel like you said it's, like, just shooting some stuff out in the dark. Like, who's looking at... Like it's And plus, it's not pictures. It's just thoughts. Yeah. Which is kind of like, okay. It's really good for... I mean, I'm super into this whole political environment that's yeah. going on right now. And Twitter is just... I mean, when the Muslim ban happened, I immediately got on Twitter and just started looking. I was like, where are the protests? Because I know that there... So that's a really great thing about Twitter is you can find, you know, what's going on right now. Right. And, you know, act, especially, you know, politically. It's really important right now. Yeah, because I feel like uh, Twitter is definitely, like, Right now, like uh, you know, the mecca of uh, of like social, um, I guess, change and um, activism, yeah. uh, artivism. Like I just kind of feel like you know, it kind of like it. It probably was like before Occupy, but I feel like during like Occupy, like it kind of like took hold yeah and then now it's it's kind of like bubbling into like black lives matter and like yeah. you know like anti-trump stuff and, and even the stuff that was going on in egypt with like the, the arab, arab spring, spring yeah. yeah it was just it's like this so such a cool new thing that we have access to that you know 20 right. years ago even 10 years ago you know how would people organize yeah because right. yeah. it would just be like you would have to know somebody who knew somebody and you yeah know, you probably only were in touch with like people that were like friends or students or something like that. And now like you can, you literally can communicate to anybody across the globe. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think that it's it's great and also like a downfall. Like I kind of like that with Facebook, I can control who I'm interacting with more. Whereas like on Twitter. I, like I feel like if I because I I do a lot of like political um, tweets and I always have these like random crazy ass like yeah like, like um, alt right people yeah, yeah. like you know what I mean and so like and, and I also feel like they come at you to try to like I don't know maybe they think that they're like converting people or something I know and it's like yeah. I would never if somebody writes something crazy ass alt right I'm never going to be like oh you know why you're wrong because of this it's like no you're crazy you probably throw shit in the dark like I'm not trying to talk to you yeah there's a lot of like hatred and hostility that gets thrown around on Twitter and I, I mean I really just try to not engage but sometimes it's hard not to because you don't want to let the other person just right. win and like have the Last. upper it's, hand yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's a yeah. mental thing too seeing like somebody <laughs> write something crazy and like yeah you actually see it like wait a minute like it's i, like, I, I want to stand respond. up for truth like, right? i don't want to yeah. just like let that be okay but yeah. if it happened on stage you would say something like that's yeah. my my fallback is that like if i was like performing and i said this as a bit and someone said something like this to me in real life while i'm on stage i'm going to engage them you, you know right. what i mean like i'm not going to just like oh well, i'm just going to let this go because like i'm going to take the upper hand it's like no i'm going to embarrass you in front of everyone yeah i'm going like, to show yeah. you how fucking stupid you are yeah exactly <laughs> yeah it's for like interrupting my bit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be interrupting my bit first of all <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like 
I definitely feel like you just kind of get this whole like ownership of the space, and it, like the problem is, is that like there is no space because it's so um, immense that yeah. it's it's like the black hole of like communication. I feel like. Yeah, and I mean, especially on social media, a lot of people can hide behind, you know... An egg. An egg, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. exactly. And not, you know, it's like... Or they're not like that in real life, but then there's, like, this part of them that comes out when they're, you know, online and just, like, so much hate and trolling, you know. Totally. like, you would never do that in real life. No, (laughs) because these people would never say these things in um, real life. Like, when people are on Twitter, they're just on a completely like different mindset they've got like um keyboard balls and you know they just think that oh they that's a good one keyboard, keyboard balls, balls. <laughs> balls. Yeah. they feel like they could just say, say whatever <laughs> but like if you said that to me in real life you would get slapped yeah like sure. <laughs> and uh hey we've got uh dave uh cyrus with us yeah sorry it's all right how you doing dave you don't even need him good. if you don't want him I yeah there you go hey guys you want a beer, you want a no, beer? No. okay cool so, uh, uh, how was good. your uh, week, Dave? My week? Uh, fine, I guess. I, <laughs> went to, I went to Rhode Island yesterday. Oh, nice. People in Rhode Island like, oh, you're hanging out in Rhode Island? I'm like, no, no, I'm featuring. So, I'm driving there and drive and literally getting off stage and driving back. That's... <laughs> we don't get to hang out or have fun. Why would fun. you want to hang out in Rhode Island? We don't... I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not specific to there. It's any place that I've gone on tour. We never hang out. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice, but also it wouldn't. So, yeah. who knows? What what part of Rhode Island did you go on? How in God's name should I know? I got out of a car. I did, <laughs> I did fifteen minutes and I left. You're, you're like GPS to damn there. like that. The GPS to <laughs> well, we were in a car. We were we were in like we had like a driver. So okay, I don't have to know where we're going. It was a college. Okay, it's where there's a college uh, in Rhode Island. College? No, uh, Johnson and Wales. Nope. I don't know. I'm lost now. Those are the only two colleges <laughs> I know like, in Rhode Island. But I want to say University of Rhode Island. University Here's the thing. Is no, community college? I want to say it was called Rhode Island College, but only because. But I might just be making that up in my head. That I'm just saying the word college to where we were. Okay. No, it really was Rhode Island College, though. I think. Though, if it's not, they're probably not going to be happy about that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it was a college in Rhode Island. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, we'll keep it to that. They were great. I was gonna say, how was the audience? Oh, they, were, they were actually awesome. They okay, were, I love that. Was exactly the kind of show we like to do. Okay, yeah. Uh, do you feel like college uh, shows are, are better or worse than club shows? For me, better. Okay, I, I I personally like doing colleges more. There's certain things that I just expect them to get that clubs aren't necessarily going to get. I mean, I think the problem with club audiences is that they're people who are. Not who know so little about comedy that they'll pay club prices for yeah. comics that if you knew a little bit more you could see so much cheaper. Right, uh, that's yeah. the thing that worries me about clubs, especially okay. in the city. It's like you can get like tourists, like people who just like barked off the street. You know, yeah. I mean, there's certain clubs Random. where it's like if they're there, it means they don't know anything about comedy. Yeah, <laughs> certain clubs for sure. And <laughs> you have to know that before you're doing your act because there's like two different acts you have to have then. I yeah. feel like yeah. doing clubs is the closest I'm ever going to get to like doing Middle America because I don't like to travel. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like I'm never going to like Michigan. Like, you know what I mean? But I can do like a, a club, and I feel like oh, I kind of did Michigan a little bit. Like, yeah. I I don't because uh-huh. um, like 
touring is something like I, I've I've never like it kind of like frightens the shit out of me. Like I don't like leaving the tri-state area. So like I, I'm just kind of like uh like every like every once in a while like someone just tried to is, is trying to book me for something in Pennsylvania and I'm, I'm just like Pennsylvania? It's not Philly. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're like, if it's not Philly. Like, like I don't know about yeah, that. It's just like uh, I don't know. I'm not that adventurous. You just you went down to Atlantic City. Yeah, and that like reaffirms why I don't like to travel. <laughs> it, it's like I love you, AC. Not really, uh, but I. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of like doing like road work. Like, what? Where is like the um, like the craziest road gig that you've done? Craziest or worst? I mean. For me, it would probably just be when I've done a lot of times where I've had to just sort of figure out ways of opening for uh, like indie punk bands where there's I'm not going to try to do stand up. I'm not going to try to connect on that level. It's more like just trying to do like these very risky characters and just seeing how they react to them because some places they're really like them and other places they just don't understand the concept of satire. But you're and you're 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 basically committing to one thing. Right. So those have been weird. Uh, I've done that. I've done those in like Texas and oh, which part? Uh, well, this was Austin, but I've done the, I did that in like for a band called No Babies in Austin. I did it traveling with a band uh, called um, Oh God. Oh well, I opened for like these bands called like Heller Keller, Peter Pants. Um, I did stuff with that. Usually it worked, but yeah, those have been the weirdest times because people one don't want to see comedy. Right, so you're kind right. of like so I've done like th- stuff I've done with those one of the ones was I would be in full zombie makeup and I would do stand up as a zombie. Okay. A zombie who can talk. It I it it, it gets explained throughout the act. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's that's when you're I'm like the only way this is going to work if I really really go out on a limb here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used to live in a town called Marfa in far west Texas. It's like in the middle of the desert. I know Marfa. Yeah, and uh, I when I was living there, I was like, let me put on a couple of comedy shows while I'm here. And I mean, it was super cool. The whole fucking town came out, you know, all 200 yeah. of them or whatever. You know? <laughs> we got a comedy show? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What else is there to do? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and those were some good shows, but it's, you know, it's also like, those are the same people that, like, you, then you're seeing at the coffee shop the next day, you know, and right. it's like, I just told a bunch of rape jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a latte? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I probably didn't want to at first, but that's the only thing those people understand. <laughs> that's what you learn when you do those kind of gigs where, like, people had never gone to comedy shows before. It's like, whatever was the first joke you ever thought of that you wanted to do stand-up, tell that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, so Amanda, how do you think that, um, in light of our, our political, um, climate that, that we can bridge the divide with, uh, people that have opposing opinions ourselves? Yeah. I mean, this is something I think about a lot. I, uh, this is what I don't understand about the alt right and a lot of the right and, is like the contradictions as far as like them being religious. Like I was raised Southern Baptist. I'm not anymore, but you know, the teachings of Jesus are like empathy, loving your enemies, like giving up your wealth to give to the poor. And so I think that, you know, sticking to some of those ideas of like 
listening to other people, caring for other people is like something that has gotten lost in the whole like political discourse of like, why not be empathetic towards the other person, whether they're Muslim or whether they're Democrat, like listening to and understanding the other person's perspective. Now it's like, even Democrats are just as fucking bad as like, you don't, if you don't agree with me, you're retarded and you know, you, I'm not going to listen to anything that you have to say. It's like, this doesn't accomplish anything. So I, I just feel like that there needs to be more like listening and understanding on actually both sides, really. How do you think that we would accomplish that, though? I think, I think what we can do on at least a micro level and like an individual level is just do it in our daily lives and you know that's the least that we can do is like be kind to other people to like listen to the other person and you know and do the same thing you know it should be a mutual exchange and you know as far as what that looks like on the in the big picture like I don't know but I mean that's the least that we can do like I said, on an individual basis. I was thinking, whatever happened to town hall meetings? Like, we used to, like, get together, like, collectively, like, as a community, and everybody would, like, voice what their opinions were yeah. with, you know, their political... They're people. still happening. Yeah, those yeah. are yeah, those are. They're actually going great right, right now. now. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're going really great right yeah. now. It's, uh-huh. it's wonderful to watch. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. yeah it sounds yeah, entertaining. Like, a lot of... Um, a, a, a lot of politicians are refusing to do them because yeah. they're getting yelled at and um, uh, they're well so the Republicans are claiming that uh, Democrats and alt left people are paying uh, protesters to go to these meetings or disruptors to go to these meetings and um, a lot of them are kind of confronting um, health care and and um, like things that uh, the orange one is 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 trying to pass, um, yeah. And I, I I still can't say his name and yeah. present in the same sentence. And I, I'm itching. I'm itching. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, you know, I I think that that you have a point, and I like, and I, I I ask just merely because I know that I myself am struggling with this because. I feel like this is the first time in, in my life that I'm I'm not looking at people that voted for him as having a different um, political ideal than myself. Like, you know, I've dealt with Republicans before. You know, I, I know Republicans. I know Republicans. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I feel like this is so far off the map. It's like... I don't even think that the people that voted for him are really Republicans. It's like you're just voted for hate. Like that's just. Yeah. And so I feel like there it's um, morally and ethically I'm having a problem with these people, which is why I feel like I'm I'm not reaching out and I don't want to reach out. And, you know, I kind of like uh, I've worked in like I work in an environment where people came to work on Election Day wearing a proud to be a deplorable like a t-shirt and i'm just like you know what i mean and then the next day they're just like oh how was your weekend yeah it's just like i i you know i'm 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 keeping like civility like i'm not saying like how did you vote for this fascist racist piece of shit but like 
at the same time, when I'm looking at them, I'm saying to myself, oh, so you're the one that voted for this fascist racist piece yeah. of shit. You know I mean, I, mean? I, I think that a lot of... Actually, what I'm kind of learning is that a lot of people who voted for him actually kind of ignore the whole hateful rhetoric and that they're concerned with jobs. And, I mean, they just essentially fed into, like, what he was saying of, like... He like he was like, I'm going to give you jobs. I'm going to bring industry back. Like that's what those people care about because they don't have to face the same hatred and discrimination that other people do. And so they are able to look past all of the hateful rhetoric. And I mean, which is insane because I mean, why would you want somebody leading your country who is such so full of hatred? But it's, I mean, and not that it's okay, but I think that that's how they're able to look past it is because they're con- they're just more concerned with themselves. But again, that goes back to what I was saying with empathy is like, it's not just about you. It's like, it's about other people and caring for everyone else. It's not just about like your own concerns and not that there's anything wrong with like con- caring for your family and caring for your own livelihood, but you're not the only person in the world. There are other people that Ooh. have family. Yeah, and- exactly. See, like, I, for me, that, like, rings as a false positive because I feel like they're saying they cared about jobs. Yeah. But what? Manufacturing jobs were stolen by robots. Right. Yeah. So these are Mexican robots? Like, I don't understand. Like, I feel like whenever... <laughs> yeah. Whenever someone tries to say, like, oh, like, I didn't vote for him because he wants to ban Muslims. I wanted to vote for him because of economic reasons but meanwhile he's been bankrupt how many times yeah, so yeah. you can't like i feel like that's just noise it's just like well i don't want you to say that i'm racist and i'm uh, you know i'm xenophobic and and you know i'm islamophobic and homophobic i'm just saying economic stupid it's like no it's not the same thing yeah no I'm- and so like as soon as somebody comes with me to that then i'm like i feel like double walls come up it's like if at least you were owning the fact that you're xenophobic and you're racist and you're homophobic Mm -hmm. then i can say to you why do you feel this way Mm -hmm. but if you're gonna lie to me and tell me like oh it's economics and jobs when it's like uh all of his products are created in china what jobs is he creating Right. What economic foundation does he have? You're full of shit. Now it's like wall, wall, wall. You're like- talking about people who believe wrestling is real. The people, <laughs> the people who Wait, Trump brought out, mm-hmm. the people who Trump <laughs> created, they weren't. He didn't win over the electorate. He won over all the people who had never voted before because he was the first politician who made sense to them. And when I say make sense, I don't mean philosophically. I mean literally. Yeah. He was the first person to talk on a level that they trusted because he sounded like he didn't know anything they don't know. And it was, I mean, we all know it was a classic con. And what Trump did, the one really good thing about Trump is that we found out that we were far more susceptible to being taken in by a fascist con man than we had any idea. And we're really lucky it was Trump and not someone with the wherewithal to do something with it. Because Trump has shown in the last month he's far too stupid to really take advantage of what he's done. Because otherwise he wouldn't be making so, so many embarrassing mistakes that do nothing to help him at all. I don't even think he's embarrassed by them, though. It doesn't matter. He is losing people. He's bleeding people. He is. The people who are with him, it's not enough. And 
they're going to lose their health care. He, the people who voted for him are elderly poor people. Yeah, elderly right. poor white people were his are the main bulk of his voting base, and he just told them to go off and die. He has no well, idea how to maintain this. I don't think he really this. even knows what's going on in the health care, the new health care bill that they're trying to get passed. And also, I mean, some people say, and I think there's some validity there, that like some people voted not so much for Trump as they were just voting against Hillary and against right. the current you know traditional political establishment like we're just tired of it which is fair you know like if bernie sanders some people make that argument if he had run he might have actually been able to beat trump because he was so anti-establishment or you know what we consider you know he definitely wasn't hillary we have no idea what they would have made up about him right so right they just make things up he's a communist that's the, I'm not calling him a communist. I'm saying the narrative would have yeah. been, as a socialist, he, there's not, that's not even a skip and a jump. That's what a communist is to everyone in this country over 50. All these oh, people right. who yeah, grew yeah. up yeah. with this hatred of communism, all of them would have turned on him. But they don't hate Russia. <laughs> like- Russia's, not com- <laughs> Russia's not communist anymore. I mean, but that's a magic trick. Mm, that's about... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think ultimately it all boils down to like the education system. It's like now it's just getting even more fucked. But I think if Americans were a lot more educated, I mean, I study philosophy, so I'm more partial, but I'm like, people need to learn how to like analyze an argument and to like look at multiple perspectives and then find your opinion on it. Like, and in America, it's like the education system is failing already. So no wonder Trump got elected. Yeah, we've been complaining about it for 40 years. Yeah. This is what happens when you do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this this is obvious, right? Like, we fell into a reality show because we watched them. I mean, I always hate a reality. I hate all of it. I don't understand how people are entertained by it. And I'm not like making fun of that. I mean, I really never understood it. Uh-huh. And I blame it directly for this. No, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I kind of yeah. like some reality shows. I was gonna say, I, I love <laughs> no, and I'm not saying that you're a bad person for liking them. I just don't understand it. I just, I honestly, I, I, I'm not saying like a moral judgment. I mean, I really never quite understood what the entertainment value was. Like yeah, what, what? I think that they just have boring friends because, like, I feel like if I go out with my like friends that are like real fucked up that like just do like weird shit, I feel like hanging out with them is better than anything I'm gonna see in a reality TV show. But I think that people that have, like, boring friends are just kind of like, oh, so, like, this is what the other people do. Like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, listen, honey, you need to come to one of our happy hours. This one just had an anal one night stand with that dude that she's trying to avoid. That just in the morning. But you don't hang out with your, but you don't hang out with your friends because they're embarrassing. People watch no. reality shows because people are embarrassing because they're doing negative behavior that they're mocking. No, I mean my friends do like embarrassing. But it's not things, why you're friends with them. No, I was friends with them like before they started doing embarrassing right. shit, and I'm just loyal. But like, <laughs> and I, I, think, I think the way that people started loving people for being obnoxious assholes broke That's us. Why I date right, they're it like broke hilarious. us. I mean, you know, people watch because it's embarrassing, but also because yeah, because idealization. Yeah, like, there's. You know, some people have a lot of money, and so some people like to watch people who have money. I mean, I like simple reality shows like House Hunters. Like, people are just looking for a damn house. I find that interesting. I could watch it all day. I don't know why. I like real estate. It's it's comforting. Yeah, Yeah, but, like, you could just kind of, like, window shop your own real estate and, like, kind of be like, oh, there's a house in 
Arkansas that's like $5,000. What could I do with it? But see, but you would get to see the other people's, like these people's perspective. Like two gay couples, the gay couple that's like married and they like have a kid on the way. like, And they're choosing a house in San Francisco. What does that look like? Ooh. It looks like every other gay couple in San Francisco that has a kid on the way. Not when their budget's five hundred thousand dollars. It's like poor in San Francisco. Right? Exactly. They're like arguing over a one bedroom. Like it's just like um, I think our living room should be slate gray, slate gray, dark gray, dark gray. Right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Amanda. When it comes in terms of relationships, like, what's the difference between uh, what our expectation of what a relationship should look like versus what an actual relationship is? Yeah, I, I see. I've been married before, and Uh-oh. yeah, I'm not married anymore. So this is something I think. But now I'm like in a serious relationship. And oh, okay. Were you married for? I was married for. I guess like four or five years and I was young. And so I had this like idealization of what I thought the relationship should be. And I I think that that's one part being young, one part I was religious at the time, but also our expectations in general, maybe outside of New York city is a little different, but you know, you think that like, that there's like the one even people mm-hmm. who like don't believe in God like believe that there's one. somehow yeah. like some like ordained one that's there right. for you and and I don't think that that's realistically the case and I think relationships are much more complex than that it's it's like it's about negotiation it's about compromise it's about compatibility it's not about some you know black and white truth about the world that this person is meant for you right um so I'm assuming that when you were married that it was in Texas. Yeah. So I, I'm also going to assume that when you got married that the, you didn't necessarily have the dating pool available to you that you might have in New York. Yeah. So do you feel like, and, and you know, this is like a hindsight 2020 question, but like if you were to take your, your former spouse and throw him in a New York dating pool, do you think you would have gotten married? It's possible. I mean, we were definitely very compatible, and I think the relationship didn't work because I was too young and didn't really know how to make that work, and I wasn't really ready to be married. But, I mean, definitely, like... Was he just as young as you, or was he... He was, like, five years older, and, you know, he was a musician. I played music at the time. We, We were, you know, really compatible in a lot of ways, but I think it was just... You know, I wasn't ready, and I think that that's one great thing about New York City is you. And and I guess it's probably the good it's, and it's the bad. Yeah, sword. yeah. Is that like some people are constantly looking and never settle down, uh-huh. and, right? You know, because it's always like, what's around? What the else is out there? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You're cute and hot, but that guy over there is hotter. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so now, how did you meet your your new? Uh, Bo. He's a comic also. He's a comic yeah, also. yeah. Okay. So we were friends for a couple of years before we it even like really crossed my mind to start dating. It just was like a gradual thing and yeah, I mean, it's good. So okay. how long have you guys been together? Uh, almost two years. Okay. Yeah, that's, so yeah, that's, he that's went down minute. he went down to Texas with me and back. Met so. the family? Yeah, yeah. So Okay. Yeah, so far so good. But I definitely like I don't have this like idealized 
You know, I'm not like, oh, I need to get married now. It's like I've been through right, that. Right, because that's like I some people's timeline. Yeah, like, exactly. Like a lot of people yeah, have like, like a timeline. Oh, yeah, two years when you guys get married. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and now I'm like, who knows? I don't know if I'll ever get remarried. You know, it's like just take it one day at a time. If it's good today, then it's good today. Right. I like now have were you on like dating sites at all? No, 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 I've never done that. So so like I'm on like so here's my my thing. It's like I'm recently single. Like I broke up my boyfriend um in December. And so uh, he also was a comic. And what's his name? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Off camera. I'm not giving him the satisfaction. (laughs) Um, But uh we were together for like over a year and so like now I'm I'm like kind of like this. I've should not be dating comics like because like I've been dating like I feel like I date like I've so many comics just because like that's who I'm exposed to yeah. because like you know like like my day job there's like no real like people of interest and then you know the like, only people that I am around socially are like comics so like I end up dating comics and so like. My therapist told me I should either date a musician or a politician. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh. so, yeah, like, where the fuck am I going to find a politician? Right. So- <laughs> Your therapist just wants you to be cheated on? Right. <laughs> like, oh right. God, that's, apparently. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh my <laughs> apparently my... Uh, my trust issues are, are not uh, of his understanding. But, uh, yeah, essentially. So he's just like, oh, well, like, you know, if the comics aren't working for you, like, maybe you should try a musician or a politician because you're really into politics and a musician would be a creative person that you're not competing against. You have a bad therapist. (laughs) I can see him on Saturdays. So that's basically why I'm there. If if he really said you should date a politician because you're into politics, that is a paint by numbers (laughs) therapist if ever I've heard one. Yeah, I mean, there are other people who are interested in politics that aren't just politicians. So, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I he thought I'd have better to like a one health plan. I don't occupation. know. You like to eat? You should date a chef. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I've been like trying to get away from the comics. So I've been like on these apps, and and it's just a, you know, like a cesspool. Yeah. Um, what what apps are you on? I'm on Bumble, Tinder, and OkCupid. Yeah, I, even when I was single, I mean, because I was single for a few you know, while but between my relationships, and I mean, I never got on the dating websites because actually my therapist was like, I don't think you'll ever find anyone you want on uh, an app because, I mean, I'm so much more complex than, it's like, yeah, if you want to just fuck, you can go on Tinder, but, you know, it's like... I, I mean... S- well, I feel like you could still meet somebody and like not with the intention of going to like not fuck and like getting to know each other. Yeah. Like I don't think it should just be discounted con- just because it's like on an app. Yeah, no, that's no, absolutely. You I had mean. a bad therapist too. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, some people date after having sex. I don't right. know why people like this is every relationship I've had started with having sex right that's away. That's exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm on Grinder and we fuck first and we get to find out each other's names later. Yeah, my boyfriend and I were <laughs> fuck buddies for 6 months before we ever started dating yeah it like didn't even cross my mind so i don't, I don't discount that <laughs> i don't know i feel like we like with me like i've gone on a couple of dates before we have sex and then after we sex like have sex then we're in a relationship oh it's like immediately like let's cuddle it, no it's it's <laughs> like basically like we're we're having like 
a couple of dates that are just like kind of flirty and fun and just like fool around a little bit. And then we have sex. And then the next day, like we're going to like Dunkin Donuts. He's like, oh, and my girlfriend's going to have a bagel. What kind of bagel? And I'm like, oh, I'm your girlfriend. Okay. Like... That's Every- funny that that's how he labels you. He's <laughs> like in a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> so this is happening. Right. It's 10 o'clock in the morning. You're like, wait, I just woke up. What? Did you just call me? Like, uh, so I guess I should cancel my date on Friday. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're on all those apps. You have multiple. Every girl that's ever explicitly said right away that they want to wait to have sex has always revealed something undateable about themselves within those first few dates anyway, which led me to believe oh you think guys are hooking up with you and then not seeing you again because you hooked up with them early when really there's something wrong with you (laughs) and the guys aren't hanging out with you before with or without having sex i'm not saying those all like that's a common thing right it just it honestly felt like something where a few girls i knew they said that like when when they had the caveat i was like wait then you learn things about them. It's like, I guess, yeah, I guess I would have stopped dating you soon after anyway, but it wouldn't have been because we had sex. I just have a three date rule to begin with. Cause like, I don't know. I go on a shit ton of first dates, but like if you can make it to like date three, then I'm like, all right. Well, I'm not considering date three waiting a long time either. I'm like, I'm talking about like, yeah, if, oh, if I girl, can milk that for sex three a, months. If you have sex on a third I was going to say, how quick are these date threes happening? Is it like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Boom. It depends. Those are like three dates. There you, you go, know, three dates. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Like, I've definitely had those instances where it's been like like a, a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Cause, like, oh, if we're like, you know, like fire at passion. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. you know. I want to see you tomorrow. Like, right. Dates right. right, you yeah. want to see me tomorrow? <laughs> okay. big, the, get those dates in. But like, <laughs> I've definitely had cases where like three dates was like maybe a month two months okay you know like if we're both like super busy or don't live near each other or something like that but like it's just like my because i feel like who has time to have sex with everyone that wants to have sex with you you know that's what I mean? it's, it's exhausting okay well you're forgetting about uglier people because they're probably doing every single one it's like this is true i don't have much of like a, a standard when it comes like, you know, psh, psh, you have a penis, you're under 50. All right. <laughs> Please. You like over 52. <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah, it's true sometimes. <laughs> um, like I was on a date recently and uh, we hung out three times. We had like three dates before she told me she wouldn't be ready to like kiss for a while. Ooh, and I was oh, like, no, and, I, and, I, and then it was like, it was like it, things were, I was already seeing like other signs and I was like. And I felt stupid because I was like, you know what? I feel like not wanting to have sex after three dates is a normal thing. Not wanting to kiss after three is like, you should have told me that on the first date. Yeah. Right. Because she yeah. was like, that's I was. That's something I feel like you got to get out right that's, away. That's yeah. really weird. Because like, if you can't, if you guys aren't good kissers together, it's like there's like, because yeah. like, that's like kiss awkward. is putting the key in the mission, <laughs> you know? Well, what she said was that, well, her last relationship, she was, it was someone she had been friends with for like months and then they started hooking up. So that's something she would need from someone she met like on an app. And I'm like, that doesn't exist. That's yeah. really weird that right. you think that's how this could work. I like once what? was like, tr- like kind of like quasi like dating this guy, and he had a thing about kissing, and so like we probably were seeing each other for like a month when I like I realized like he 
was like having like trouble like kissing and I'm like well, like you can't expect me to have sex with you if you're not kissing me like you know what I mean so it's like I kept just kind of like nah not today not today and I'm just like you'll finally, get used to that like I'm like uh do you not like to kiss and he's like no it kind of freaks me out I don't like it I think <laughs> someone's gonna bite my tongue I'm like what <laughs> oh he sounds oh, fun wow. I was a comic <laughs> oh, what's <laughs> his name <laughs> I I, not from the gay perspective, though, like I find it happens more often than not that guys are like not into kissing, especially mm-hmm. like straight guys that are just like trying to hook yeah. up. They're not trying to kiss you. They just want to get their dicks up. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, cool. You know, like it doesn't like bother me as much. So that, like, yeah, so you're not like, like looking to like be in a relationship with them, right? You're just like, um, no, hooking up, no, so. we're just hooking up. Yeah. So like that doesn't like bug me. Yeah. God, there's so many bi guys who just go around pretending to be straight, and this is their first blowjob. Yeah, <laughs> it's <is> so <laughs> right, ridiculous. Exactly. I know so many gay guys who talk about hooking up with straight guys. I'm like, you all, everyone thinks they were the first one. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> you're talking about a bi or gay man who simply found the right game for you. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, like well, like, oh, like when I was done this once in college, like when I knew seventeen, <laughs> like when I was seventeen, and girls I knew had been tricked into be- guys saying that no, I can't come from blowjobs. <laughs> How many of you have been tricked by right? that? <laughs> then you try your hardest to be the first one. It's like at least <laughs> I know so it. many women who fell for that. It's wait, they can't. I mean, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, some guys can't. Some guys can't come from blow. I can't. But most, but it's, but usually when other guys say that. Yeah, right. Usually when, usually when guys say that, it's, it's a, it's a trick. It's not a mic. I've never heard of They're just trying to get in your eye. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, yeah, they're trying to get you to know. Try your hardest. You be the first one to make me bust that nut. Yeah, exactly. No, it, it, it works. I've never done it. I swear to God. I've never like Uh done that. I don't do tricks, but (laughs) I I really don't. I don't use, (laughs) I have so much, (laughs) I have so much like survivor's guilt in relationships that like I go out of my way to be, I, I, I'm too honest about like whether if I don't, if I'm not into something where girls are just like, okay, you can just pretend to be nice for like the (laughs) night then. If I'm just like, sometimes I'll go out of my way to just be like, I don't want to be in a relationship and, and you know what I mean? Like I want, I need that verbal, like, yes, that's okay. Okay, so like, you I hate, need that confirmation. Well, no, I'm very afraid of if I'm not into someone of them expecting something more. Yeah. Okay. So I just I I hate I hate when that happens. So like I go kind of out of my way with that, but I have. But friends. do you feel like in in that kind of instance that you're kind of like your your present self is kind of like ending something that your future self might want? No. No, I, I'm talking about cases where I know I'm not interested in a relationship with this person. With that person specifically? Specifically yeah. or, or just, just in general? general? No, no, that person. Okay. I'm talking about that okay. person. I'm, I'm not saying I go around being like, I, I can't be tied down, ladies. I'm talking about like if you find yourself in a flirtation with someone that you just know that you don't really want a relationship with but you might be attracted yeah, to, exactly. I will tell them that directly. Oh. See, like for me, I kind of feel like most of my relationships, like I'm, I would say that I'm definitely don't think that I would want to be in a relationship with them but I also feel like just like as an like because you know I'm kind of like super analytical of everything so I kind of feel like the only thing that I know is a constant is that I don't know anything 
or everything. So, like, maybe this is something that I just haven't, like, I just don't know yet. Like, you know? Yeah, I mean, my boyfriend and I, we were friends for a while and were fuck buddies for, like, six months before it even really started to cross my mind. Like, then I started to get to know him. Like, I had my walls up and was just like... I don't want anything serious. And then I was like, oh, he's actually a really nice guy. And I started to see all these like really good, like important qualities that matter in a relationship. And it was like, okay, so I actually should invest in being in a relationship with this person. Do you know when that click happened? Like, did you guys just like decide like after you fucked to go to brunch or something? (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was definitely a gradual thing. And then I kind of sensed that he had feelings for me. It was a sex and city marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were watching Frasier and no. uh, yeah, it was just really just a gradual thing of being like, oh, he's a really compassionate person and he actually listens when I talk, you know? Yeah. So because like my ex-boyfriend, um, we were friends for like two years before we started dating mm-hmm. and like I never really thought about him in that way and then we went out uh, a couple of times socially and I was just like oh you know something he's interesting and then uh, I'd say like we kind of just like uh, like drunkenly like fooled around on like a Halloween and like the next day he was just like oh do you want to go up dinner and then it was just like two more dates and then he was just like uh are you seeing anybody? I'm like, no. And then, like, it's weird because we have a lot of mutual friends. And so we're just kind of like, well, how are we going to tell everybody this? And I'm like, let's not tell anybody until we know what yeah. we're doing. And Yeah, because uh, I didn't know that he was your boyfriend for a long time. Yeah. You, like, you well, would talk about him. And I'm like, wait. You're like, oh, yeah, you know him. You've done shows with him. What? So you, so you, did you fucking cost him? No, because that was oh. technically our first date. <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. So you didn't have sex on Halloween? No. Did you hook up in costume? Yes. Okay, what what were the costumes? I was like a rock cat woman. What? So like, I guess like if you'd imagine like Josie and the Pussycats and then matched her up with like Holly Berry and Catwoman. Okay. So like black tight, like you know, kind of like jumpsuit thing with like blue hair and like, you know, ears. Ears. Okay. And what was he? Yeah. He yeah. was Patch Adams. Oh. Which is how the relationship ended. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there were signs. Yeah. That was Valentine's Day, but that's okay. <laughs> Fellas, never buy your girlfriend a t shirt for Valentine's Day. Just telling you that. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, there were signs from tw- Forever Twenty One. <laughs> no, um, it was a customized T-shirt. I didn't get flowers, but I got a customized T-shirt. Uh, you know, so just the T-shirt. Oh. Yes. Yeah. And well, she so went all out like, by like airbrush, how long? Like, you wait, tickets, right? well, wait a second. You've been dating since ha- Halloween, right? From Halloween to Valentine's Day, right? That year. Yes. So we're only well, talking about a four-month relationship, right? Yeah, he still, he still should have got flowers. Right. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> what did you get? Like, you got him. You got him. Yeah. Like, 
I took us to a spa for his and her uh, facial and massage. Right. And he got you a t-shirt. And he got you he a got t-shirt. Me a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Burn. Well, sometimes you're not, you're not ready. <laughs> you're not ready till you're ready. You know? Wait, it was a customized yeah. t-shirt? Yeah. It was so no, unwe- so an unwearable. Well, I don't know if it was customized or not because what my that? last name is Smith. So, yeah. like. It was like Smith Brewery, which you might have been able. Oh, to Oh, it wasn't. No, it was not customized. You it know, just a, I'm, I'm just going to give him the benefit he looked of the up doubt your last that name it was, on eBay. Wow. You know. Oh, <laughs> he typed in he Smith typed Brewery Smith T-shirt on eBay. So like, all right. So <laughs> this was like the final like death knolls coffin, like the last nail in the coffin for Christmas. He got me uh, singing lessons from. Groupon. Oh, uh, someone oh. famous. Wait, he got you a Groupon. He got me a Groupon for Christmas, and I got him fifth row seats to the Jets Buffalo Bills game. Yeah, no, oh. gotta go. Groupon yeah. though. Yeah, and then lessons. Don't give me lessons for anything unless like I requested them. Well, you must have obviously. Did you, you say you something said you about lessons. vocal lessons? No, I sing. <laughs> 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 He's like, I hate your voice. I heard heard you sing in the shower, and I think you could use this. It's like, no, I I sing karaoke when I'm drunk. That's and then he's just like, I've never seen you happier than when you're singing karaoke. So I got you singing lessons. Oh my god! And I was like, bitch, I got you single. Um. (laughs) See, this is why you don't date comics. Wow. Oh, because they talk about it after. No, no, because they're broken people. <laughs> they, they, they don't know how to be in relationships. Sorry, I know you're in a good one. I just yeah, yeah no. By in and general, large, in general, it's a fair rule. I mean, yeah, everything yeah. has an exception, but yeah, by yeah. and large, you just they're comics are people who tell everyone what to, how to live their lives who have the worst lives. This is true. <laughs> yeah, this I mean, true. yeah, half half of my material is about you know being single, living in New York. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, um. The, like the like awkward moment because like this is what I guess like I feel like I get in relationships with comics just like because like eventually like, I'll have material and it's just kind of like ah oh. but um the best was like I I had uh, broken up with this guy like hadn't seen him for like two or three years because like that's the one thing that's cool is there's so many shows like you can avoid someone yeah. forever and uh he like walks in on me telling a bit about how he almost had a heart attack during sex. And so like he literally like walks in the door and like while I'm about to like get to like he's about to have a heart attack part and I look at him and we make eye contact and I'm like, should I abandon this? And I'm like, fuck you. And so like then I just like told the bick. And so when I get off stage, he's doing this like 80 slow clap like And I like, and I like, as I'm walking by, I'm like, that bit was the best part of our relationship. You wrote it like this was the whole purpose that I met you. It's like that's why I wasted seven months. I mean, comics are like I've dated a lot of comics like casually, and they're not all bad. It's just like they don't know how to like commit and like or feel. Be yeah, or exactly. Emote. Like be like real I people. Dated any. Oh, well, like, you'll I pop mean, your it, cherry soon. It makes sense because <laughs> it's like we're all like 
we all get it, you know, and so there's already like a, an easy, like common ground that you have. You yeah, know, right. they don't give you that, like, oh wow, you're a comic look. Yeah, <laughs> or like, why are you Tell hanging me a joke. out so late? Yeah. <laughs> why do you know so many dudes? Yeah, or especially like for me, like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, like my stuff is so dirty that's like I dated a guy who wasn't a comic, and he like would be really offended when I would make certain jokes. It's like I need to be with somebody that I can say whatever I want around them. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to have to like take a quick break. But before we go, Amanda, where can everyone see you next? Um, I'm now doing a weekly show every Sunday. It's called Sunday Funday Comedy Show. It's at the Grizzly Pair at 3 p.m. So you can come and day drink, you know, Sundays, 3 p.m., the Grizzly Pair every Sunday. Awesome. Awesome. Dave, where can everyone see you next? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to be in L.A. next week. I'm probably going to do the Lexington. I know I'm going to do some kind of karaoke thing. I, I just, go to my Twitter. <laughs> what's your I'll, Twitter? I'll put it up because then I'm coming back here and I got a bunch of shows that I'm not going to. I just don't feel like going with my so phone. So what's for. your Twitter? Dave Cyrus S I R U S like virus. And your Twitter? Uh, it's therapist jokes or the rapist jokes, depending on how you read it. Okay. Oh wow! There you huh. go. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, you guys, and please join us shortly. This is Big Talking Brewskies. Yeah, big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up the chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, more. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Yeah. You can choose out of two. You can choose out of uh, a song called "A Ghost." In fact, I'm going to play that because then it's got it's got a cheeky little thing in it that I'll try. This has right. never been played. This isn't even going on a record. This has never even been played ever. But what the hell? Here say, we go. Say no more. And it's, it's inspired by Tom Waits now because he's played this piano. Okay. Here we go then. This is great. I can't believe I've got the whole ra- radio station to myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's wrong anyway. Saying I 
some kind of ghost But that's so hard to say Maybe I'll go Maybe you'll say No, there's nowhere to see And I This is the second bit, right? Have yourself a merry little Christmas. May your days be bright. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide game From now on our troubles will be far away
talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. What a cooler combo in here. Crack a cold one, we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, war. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when no bin, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Big Talking Brewskis. I'm Roddy Daniels. Sorry. It's okay. And we also have with us Amanda Holstein. Hey, what's up? Whoops. And we've got uh, Dave Cyrus. Cyrus. Cyrus, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I, I, I'm having microphone issues. And, and it's okay. Name. Dave Cyrus. And joining us is Lene DePriest. Hello, hello. How you doing, Lene? I am good. I uh, am not at work anymore. And I put in my two weeks notice today. Congratulations. Congratulations. Hopefully none of my coworkers are listening because then now they'll know before I make the official announcement on Monday. Oops. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. <laughs> Are are you like excited, nervous? I'm very excited. Um, my job has been like sucking the life out of me. It's a day job, so I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm gonna go do the broke artist thing for a while and like be happy and not be around all these people who make me miserable. So I'm excited. I'm very very excited. I commend you for yeah. taking that step. Thank wow. you. Yeah, I I you know to be honest with you, like I I can't. I can't like separate it yet. Like, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I'm yeah. just like, uh, I think we're all supposed to be miserable until it's our time to be happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly. Life is suffering. <laughs> like, what would the Dalai Lama do? He'd say, just do your spreadsheets, bitch. <laughs> Excel 50 hours a week. That's what you were meant for. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so no, that's, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, did you celebrate St. Patrick's Day today at all? Um, no, uh, I, I work on 5th and 32nd, so I avoided being outside. I ordered Seamless and then foolishly forgot about the parade. And And then wondered why it took three hours? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I hadn't eaten breakfast either. And I was like, I'm going to be responsible and get a big lunch at 1.30. And by 3.30, I was like, I'm going to pass out at my desk. I need this food. I don't know what's going on. And uh, my coworkers went out to get lunch. And they are like, everyone outside is shit-faced. I don't want to go back out there. (laughs) So, yeah. It was worth worth the two-and-a-half-hour wait to get my food. But um, it was very tasty, too. uh, What did you get? I got a... Okay, so I have celiac disease, and I can't eat soy, so um, it may sound gross to everyone else, but it was a turkey burger, like a gluten-free paleo turkey burger, mm-hmm. with um, the bun was like a cauliflower coconut bun. It was Ooh. very tasty. It was good. And then some uh, pumpkin spice sweet potato fries, because apparently now pumpkin spice also comes in fries. It's not just for coffee anymore, so. It's year-round. It's- uh, yeah. <laughs> you lost me at I'm pumpkin spice. You lost yeah. me cauliflower bun. <laughs> what the fuck is that? 
<laughs> it was thinner than the. It was like very, very thin. Where I almost was like, is this a burger patty or is this okay? No, no, no. This is the bun. And I like fish for the other half, but maybe because I hadn't eaten all day. Um, you were just like, yum. You're like, it was so good. <laughs> but the turkey patty was so moist and just like, because mm. when you can't have gluten. Um, the bread generally is like, you know, it's gluten free cause it's just very crumbly and dry cause you need that binding agent. And, uh, so like having a really moist patty in between like the dry cauliflower coconut mix was very, very tasty. When mm. you eat gluten, what happens to you? Oh, um, so there's over like 200 different symptoms that can come up there's so there's like Shit. the main ones That's so one of them yeah yeah well or lack thereof it depends yeah. on um which reaction you're having you never really know it's like a nice cocktail um small intestine and flames where like you just look you look bloated but not like period bloated like uh more like i'm with child bloated okay um and that it's very happens painful. when i eat ice cream oh well see yeah yeah, but it's like that, but like imagine if it lasted for like a couple weeks, maybe okay. a month, maybe two months. Oh. Um, yeah, it's very miserable. Um, I've had it where, so your small intestine inflames, right? So then you're not absorbing nutrients in your food. And then you have like the weird nutrient deficient reactions, like the inside of my cheek split open last summer. Oh, wow. That was oh. very painful and it just kept happening. It was very, very painful. Um, some people were like, oh, I have a gluten allergy, but ooh, pizza. I'm like, no, fuck that. Like, no, it's not worth <laughs> yeah. it. There's nothing. No, it ever. It's, yeah. So me and, and my cauliflower coconut bun we're very happy today <laughs> well, that's awesome wow yeah anytime i can eat food i get very excited it's it's almost a little embarrassing but when were you diagnosed with as having a gluten-free um that was how long have i been here like mm, four and a half years ago it was very depressing um but i got really really sick before it happened where like, my stomach bloated up really big and it just felt like someone was stabbing me from the inside with knives and i couldn't figure out what was going on and my doctor was awful so i ended up having to go to like a naturopath or whatever they call it right. um and she did some tests and was like yeah you have celiac disease i mean we can test you but like stop eating gluten i was like yeah i don't have that and then i stopped and i started feeling better and then we found out soy was also an issue so i stopped that and then I was like, life is great. But I also was a huge beer drinker <laughs> before I found out. So. Yeah, like, that's why I won't get tested. Mm. Like, what am I going to do? Like, yeah. it's going to be big talk and vodka? Like, it's just not going to... Maybe. I, well, I dip, well yeah, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> and it depends on the kind of vodka, because... If it's made with grains, yeah, exactly. Like rice vodka. Tito's is yeah. off. Tito's is like the. It's like to me, Tito's is like the pop off of like non-grain vodka. I oh, really? Like, I, oh. I'm a bartender, and the, at the bar, we, uh, they, they don't have Tito's at my bar, but That's I get asked for it every single That's day. Awful. Every single day. And it's not the only. There's another well, one. There, we have a Stoli gluten-free yes. vodka that yeah. I offer people, and you know who drank half the bottle? Jenny McCarthy. Oh. <laughs> well, if Jenny McCarthy drinks yeah. it, then Steve, what were you gonna say? No, just uh, if you've been if you've had celiac disease for five years, it must have been really exciting. Like in the last two, when people started knowing what uh, gluten allergies were and hating them. Yeah, yeah, and hating people it's, for having them. Yeah, because um, you—that means you're on the ground floor of lying about having a gluten allergy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it fresh, it's still, I mean, also people will, especially at the bar, who are like, oh my God, yeah, I'm like allergic to gluten too. And then put back half a bottle of like some random 
grain-filled, like pop-off or something, where I'm like, yeah, that would make my throat turn into just, like, fire tomorrow. That's awful. I did that once. I went out to, um, we went to Central Park, and my friend introduced me to manmosas, which is like a mimosa. Sounds like something something I'd be interested in. Hey, uh, yes. It's like it's a it's a regular mimosa with champagne and like your orange juice. And then it they added vodka to it. And I was drinking and I felt fine. Then all of a sudden I started feeling sick. But I was like, no, I must be getting sick. We're in the park. I'm going to take a bunch of Theraflu. And three days later. I went in the kitchen and I saw the bottle and it was like made with grains. I was like, no, that's called a flirtini. It's on an episode of Sex in the City: vodka, oh. champagne, and orange juice. It's oh, a flirtini. No, no they called great. it a manmosa. I, it oh. sounded more appealing as a manmosa than a flirtini. Yeah, flirtini. I feel like it needs to have like uh, as a manmosa. It's just whiskey in it or something. It's <laughs> 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 not a single manly ingredient in that. No. Right, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was going to have, like, beer in it or something. No, a manmosa should be, like, like single malt whiskey and motor oil. (laughs) (laughs) With an upside-down Guinness. (laughs) Show me how tough you are. (laughs) (laughs) So, Lene, how long do you think it is um, too long to not have sex? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Confession time. I deep confessions. <laughs> I realized actually the other day that um, I am thirty now, and I have not had sex in my thirties. Oh. Um, the last time I had sex, I was twenty six. I'll oh. round it to twenty seven because it was like a week before my birthday. But I was twenty six. All right, because I When's thought I was going to be the uh, November twenty fourth. <laughs> oh. I'm a Sagittarius, Sagittarius with no sex. I was going to say. <laughs> but, uh, so it's only Scorpio no so you yeah. have, like, the urges. Yeah. It's only so three and a half years. So she's got corporal tunnel. Oh, they, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. So, it's been three and a half years, not four. Yeah. That's, I mean, you had, yeah, so. Thank you. It's only it's only been three and a half years. Right. Um, was it by choice? Um, yes. Okay. So people are crazy, and um, my last kind of like rendezvous i'm getting old wow um <laughs> we all got rendezvous that was it was you had romp this in morning. the park <laughs> <laughs> see this morning three and a half years ago it's I, yeah that uh that's depressing. december that's the december three and a half years ago I need to But he was like 11 a.m. So like, you know. Yeah, the first thing I was talking about, I had a threesome at like 11, 11.30, 12. Wait, you had a threesome at 11.30? Yeah. So that's like everyone was was bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to go. I was like deep in my third spreadsheet I was doing what I needed to do for the Well, a lot of threesomes happen the next morning, too. And that's like, but 11 a.m.? No, this was all like, let's meet up right now. They had already hooked up and they had like, Saw my picture on Grinder and then wanted to hook up with me. Oh, the Grinder! I love yeah. it. Yeah, uh, so it's like, oh, yeah, my friend's coming over. You want to come over too? And I was like, ah, oh, it's funny. Off. I have. I guess I'm not doing anything else. Right. So. <laughs> I was gonna go to the gym, but you know, it's funny because I have literally no judgment about the concept of group sex or multiple partners, but the fact that you did it before noon disgusts me. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> more respect. I mean, so that I hate the gym. play. I hate the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> 
that's probably it was, a much it was better, a good workout. Yeah. I needed to, I needed to go to the gym afterwards. I was Dang. like, wow, I'm exhausted. <laughs> That'd be your. I wouldn't do anything the rest of the day. I'm like I, I had a threesome this morning. What did you do with your life? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to come do big talking brewski. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So now the 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 reasoning behind the length of time is oh, yeah. Um. Oh. Oh, there's so much behind that. Men are garbage. Yes, there's. So I'm. So um, other confession. So I'm queer, and Woo! men tend to be. Thank you. Oh, I rarely get that reaction anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, men are easier to obtain, but sometimes I just don't. I don't want a dick. I just like I don't find penis to be like cute or. I have never ever said that. <laughs> You're like what? No, what? I don't want a dick. What? <laughs> it's eleven thirty in the morning. That's I need I two. two dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what happens to you at like two o'clock in the morning, though. If eleven a.m. You're having two dicks. Like it depends on how far I have to walk. It's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I walk this cold. Right, and it's cold. You're, you're saying that. Yeah, <laughs> you're saying that. Like you wouldn't be the least bit turned on if you found like. Just like a stack of Polaroids of close-ups of penises. No, I, no, and I and I've. I don't, I've is anybody? No, I was just wondering. Is any? It, Absolutely. Right. That would be okay, right? Right. It's a, are hard penises and soft penises. No, penises aren't attractive. So I feel like that's yeah, something women just, like, in general. They're veiny, and I just I feel like they just like drool at you, and like, or I think they call that like pre-cum, but like to me, it's just yes. like it's drooling in my face, and I don't. I do. I do love giving a good blowjob, though. That I will say, I do love that, but like. I don't want to look at it, and maybe that's why. Because I just like it. Just put it in my well, I don't yeah, know. Like it, I feel like a penis has its place, and it's not in my eyesight. Exactly. It's just like you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just kind of like I don't want to look at it. Like that's not what I find sexy about a guy. Like a no, back abs, like that little cut there. that goes down, yes, that little V that, thing. Yes. You're just oh. like ah. Oh, no, what we're but, talking about are like directly secondary sex characteristics like they're the penis and vagina are entirely utilitarian but right not vagina- our instinct is not to gravitate towards them it's to yeah. gravitate towards what the things that you bring yeah. you to them yeah but vaginas are so like beautiful and just like see i think they're gross too. i was gonna like, say not really i think they're like way grosser at least like I don't know. Vaginas, I feel like, are all the same looking. Right. No, I feel they're like not You never all. know well, what you're going to get when you see a they dick. They definitely look very You know, good. like, you just never know yeah. what kind of dick it's going to be. Oh, no. Vaginas do have, have a they're, lot they're, of variation yeah. what they look like. But I do think that, like, I mean, I... I, I I don't think they're attractive if you have a close if you close up enough if you close up so much that you can't see get all the flaps. No, I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm saying like a, a woman, a, a nude woman is, you know, to people who are attracted to women, very attractive. Yeah. But like if you get just like with the with the penis, if you lose everything but it, you kind of it's not like a person anymore, yeah. and you can't really be attracted to just that. Just like almost like you can't really be that attracted to one boob. Like you have to see mm. more of the person. To really get the con- like the perspective, but he be attracted I, I, to be- two boobs. Yeah, 
Of course. I disagree. I, I like to watch glory hole porn. And uh, that is just yeah. like literally a dick and a guy sucking a dick. But that's a focus that, on the dick. Well, no, no, no. But the sucking is what makes that attractive though, right? Like, that's true. Because mm. if it was just standing there doing Because you could watch yeah. someone sucking a dildo and that's... Uh, that's you know erotic. Oh no, there that's wow. that's on there yeah. too. I don't I don't do that. No, I'm saying, but like people could. Be <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Is that a dildo? Oh no. Yeah, no. It's- <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like watching someone do that alone, it's a sec. You're watching a sexual act. I mean, that's mm-hmm. normal. Right. That feels normal to me to be to find that attractive, more so than just seeing a penis through a hole. <laughs> But yeah. I was, like, looking specifically at the penis because if it's, like, uh, no, that's not a good dick. I'll, well, because, like, like, you're trying to just, <laughs> That's not a good like, dick. Like, you're trying to analyze whether or not you'd want to suck that dick. And mm. that's kind of what it is. But, like, I also mm. feel like for me, though, it's not so much the dick that I want to suck, but the person behind... The man yeah, behind exactly. the penis. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the part that I kind of mm. like too, because usually there's like little stories like, oh yeah, this married guy came over. What? And like, he got a pizza wait, and he delivered to the wrong house. Wait, there's stories behind the glory hole, or is this like, yeah. oh, yeah. I thought it was just a dick through a hole? Yeah. And a- no, yeah, just I just like thought somebody who- was in a bathroom. No, and like, no, no, no. Hey, yeah. I, okay, okay. Now you guys get we're gonna All right, really so I'm interested in this. Because I like, uh, I go to on XTube, there's like people like Hoover Mouth. He like has sucked all these guys' dicks all mm-hmm. over. He'll write a little story about like every guy that like comes in, and you just see like you know this guy like he's clearly like in the army. But does and he have suction like a vacuum? That's my mm, question. Yeah. His name Hoover Mouth. <laughs> he, does. he does. He doesn't. Do people buy Hoovers? anymore though is that still is it like a brand a, I believe so yeah yeah, yeah. But is it still, still like a brand, a trusted yeah. brand? Yeah. Like, yeah oh yeah oh, it's yeah. either a vacuum like, or a like damn I thought Dyson like surpassed everyone but maybe that's only if you have see you don't know your vacuums that's why you haven't had sex in four years I ain't gonna attract a man don't even know what a good vacuum looks like you would think you would know the vacuums not having sex in four years yeah a Dyson is literally like a $400 vacuum you wanna land a man you gotta get acquainted with the cheaper models well, no, men are men are easier to obtain, but yeah. there's also yeah. like, a lot. You said that they I were the cheaper like, models. Go on. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> but I feel like men are, mm, or maybe it's the men that I attract that are just like emotionally stunted. But I you're think that's men. What about the females? Men. Why oh, that's not, men. Like, men are emotionally stunted. Lesbians don't necessarily. I don't want to generalize, but a lot of lesbians, the lesbians that I meet, I'm not. Gener- I'm not going to generalize. Ugh, ugh. The lesbians if you I want to. God damn it. Damn it, lesbians don't like it when you don't exclusively want women. It's like this whole thing that oh. like turns into a huge conversation. I've been in the bathroom on ladies' night where I'm like, yes, this is amazing. And had a woman turn to me and go, you don't look like a lesbian. Like, I, I don't, one, I don't, what does one look like? And two, I, well, I don't identify <laughs> as a lesbian, but also like, so does that mean that this is not going to happen? Like, it's just very... So- I'm going to interject, yes. though. So is that what the difference of, like, queer and and gay or lesbian is? Is that you're bi? Um, yeah. I it's, mean, if that so were true, there'd be no B. There's, the yeah. Q. There's, um, so then what, what is the, the differentiation like, between and bi. bi? Um, bi has a lot of negative connotations. Um, there isn't really much positive when you say that you're bi. Straight men assume that that means that they're going to be able to fuck you and all of your friends, which is not yeah, the case. Threesome, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. automatically like, oh, you must be like my personal whore if you're a bi, if you're bi, because like you don't have a preference, therefore you don't have standards like that. It goes into that. And then within the gay community, like my, I, I grew up with two moms and like even growing up, like 
Oh, wow. They were like, they're by people like either you're confused and you just don't want to admit you're gay, which not all of us are, um, or you're selfish and you just don't want to make a choice. It's like there's so many negative connotations with being bi. So a lot of bisexuals have it's like finding this journey of like, how do I identify myself away from something that's so negative like it doesn't feel like me but if you break it down i guess it is and for me i don't believe in just two genders and i'm not only attracted to people who identify as male or female so it feels weird to say i'm bisexual because it it cuts out a very large subsection of people kind of myself included because i also don't i've had like gender identity I don't want to say, I don't like issues. I don't like that word, but I've struggled with it since well, I was a little kid. I think part of it is like, especially in our current society, is like you have to fit within these categories. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, the categories are arbitrary. Yeah. And are, there's like a whole complex system of like why these are the categories. And I mean, even the fact that you have to identify yourself as queer rather than bi, it's like, why can't I just be a person and then I meet you? And if we have sexual, a sexual yeah. chemistry, With, like, why do I need chemistry. to put a label on it? Oh, that would be beautiful. I'd have yeah. sex every day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, queer specifically is something that can be a catch-all term because queer Ex- yeah. covers everything. Yeah. everything. Uh, there are yeah. a lot of people who are proud to be bi. They, they can also call themselves queer if they want to because yeah. queer means anything that isn't cisgender straight. Yeah. Exactly. So sometimes queer means, like, for example, an example of someone who would be queer but would not consider themselves LGBT would be... For example, uh, men who specifically date trans women. That's yeah, someone that, that's like, queer. you would mm-hmm. can still consider that in the queer community, but you would not be LG or T. Because are not bi. Or, right. Yeah. It's not, that's, like, not, that's not really what bi is. Yeah. So that's not, why you would that's need, why, that's where the kids go down. Like everybody should be queer then. Like, it's just like, I mean. Yeah. Well, but people have a right to have pride and be yeah. just gay. Or I mean, there's and there's also said for, like, having, like, an identity category, yeah. but those categories are also very limiting. Well, and it also goes farther. So a lot, a lot of like mainstream society knows LGBT is like the, that's it. And then we've kind of like gotten the cue, snuck in there, depends on who you ask. But it's really like, mm, let me see if I can get this right. LGBTQIF plus, because there are additional, yeah. Um, because I've mostly heard as after Q I A, and I think the A people, seriously, get your own thing. Who's the A? Well, Asexual what? people yeah. who Asexual. are not interested in sex. They don't need the protection of well, the other. Wait, why are they even involved? Well, I will, <laughs> right. They don't, this whole thing is about sex. I will <laughs> say though that I go through like pretty like another reason why I'm on sex for three and a half years. I go through. I can go through long periods of asexuality where I just like am not uh, attracted but to I don't think anyone think... or anything and it's weird and then like all of a sudden I come out of it and I'm like I just want to like fuck everything that moves and I don't know yeah no I but... agree with that because I feel like I'm a sexual camel so like I've definitely like gone through like years where like the longest stint I've ever had is six years without sex what so, I got yeah. time nice. so wow. like you know um, but I feel like when I'm in a relationship it's like just fucking like a rabbit hey but then I feel like I like I've had so much sex at that point that I'm just like nah, I'm all right for like a year. Like you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's I have just never like- ever said that ever. <laughs> <laughs> so much sex, I'm okay for you. No, right? I'm just waiting for my dick to fall. Oh no no no! I, 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 I don't think I don't think I've gone more than maybe like 
um, like six weeks without having sex since I first started. Yeah, yeah. since I first started, maybe a month. No, I've, yeah. I've absolutely mm-hmm. said I'm good for a year. I still fuck someone the next week, but I said that at the time. I yeah, believed I mean, well, it when yeah. I said it. <laughs> no, like, I this like morning at like one o'clock this afternoon, I was like, fuck, I'm good for like the next couple of days. I mean, well, but who knows what it, might happen so. to me today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or 11 a.m. tomorrow. There's right. time. Yeah. I mean, it's, and like for, for me, because like I, I'd say that I'm, I'm straight cisgender and that it's not so much that like I'm not interested in sex. It's just kind of like I'm not interested in anybody that is um, available for sex. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just kind of like. I'd rather be doing this or I'd rather be doing that or yeah. I could do this or I could do that. And I'm not like one of these, like, I'm not like a buffet kind of person. Like, you know, I have to be in the mood for that meal. Mm, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if I want sushi, I can't eat a hamburger. Exactly. I like, literally yeah. want sushi. Like, and I feel like it's the same way for sex. It's like I'd rather wait until I have the sex that I want yeah. than to just be like, uh, I, I, like, it's been six months. I got to get this off. It's funny, I feel like you're right to feel that way sexually and absolutely wrong to feel that way about food. (laughs) (laughs) He's judging my food choices. (laughs) His, like, eyebrows just, like, butterfly. Like, you really wouldn't eat a hamburger when you wanted sushi? I disrespect you. (laughs) It's unhealthy. When When I was single, it's like I had... You know, I had fuck buddies, but I would, like, hand-select hand select mm. my fuck buddies where it was, like, I wouldn't just fuck anybody, but I had certain people that I would call on certain occasions depending mm. on what I was wanting, you know? Yeah. And yeah, like, my boyfriend from high school is, like, still could, you know, kind of a fuck buddy, like, my first boyfriend, and then I've got, like, another one that's, like, probably like five or six years, and, like, you know, but, like, at the same time, I kind of feel like... If I go back in that pool, it's just kind of like I'm just trudging down the mountain that I've already been. It's like I'm trying to climb to a new precipice. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? This, I feel like it's worth it though because like to like find like a good fuck buddy. Yeah. Like you guys, you guys yeah. know each other. You get in a good groove. Mm-hmm. They but leave. I already been there. I, yeah. And that's that's fine. I need to plant ones. my flag on a new one. mountain. You can, get, you can get a new one, but you know yeah. it's like interviewing all over again nothing worth having mm. isn't worth fighting for oh very okay. true okay very true yeah i had a fuck buddy but it wasn't a regular thing that was the last person i had sex with i was with. gonna say clearly because it's been three years yeah well and then <laughs> we like we didn't talk for a while and then a few months ago i get this random text from him like i didn't even know he was in a relationship now it was like would you like to join me and my partner for a night of sexual pleasure which first of all i i have an That's issue when like rude. straight people yeah. say partner i'm like just say your girlfriend like there's no reason for you to hide who you're with like you're not you're not persecuted for that like just say my girlfriend like no don't say partner but also like congratulations for being in a relationship and also why would i want to come and be your personal whore with you and your yeah. girlfriend who i may or may not even be attracted to like what is this it's- is it really that offensive to be asked that's kind of hot though it's right. not it wouldn't be offensive to be asked but we hadn't talked or seen each other or had sex and let's He's say like, this was like three years ago yeah and like fuck somebody else and when we it's like i need to get my dick hard yeah. come over you know i'm like doing it for you and like there's just ways how to do you know they that? haven't had a conversation about like you know she's like you know sometimes i'm into women and he knows that like 
oh, you know, you get down like that. Well, I would imagine they almost certainly did have that conversation. You know, what's most insulting about it is like, had, had he been like, hey, come out. I'm dating this person now. Let's all hang out. And See we met happens. and like me and his girlfriend hit it off. And then you asked. That's one thing. But like asking me over text when I didn't know you were in a relationship and I've never met this person is like essentially assuming that I will fuck anything. But oh, she wants me because she's seen my picture. I haven't even seen a photo of this girl. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. Like, so you <laughs> I do not want right. this. Yeah. Like, but, but how would you feel if you found out? After going out with this girl, after going out, ha- going to the bar, having a great time, that this was all to see if maybe you wanted to have a threesome. Wouldn't you that be have been fine. I'm totally fine with being upfront. When I met this person, I like we were we didn't know each other. We went out, and I was like, I'm not gonna fuck you tonight. But like, if that's what you're, if that's what you want from me, like just be upfront about it. I don't want the whole like let me pretend that I'm into you and then like try to stick a dick into it later. Like just tell me where we're at, but like be honest but also be respectful like yeah we could have gone out and had one drink and I'd be like your girlfriend's hot I probably would have initiated everything like whatever it is what it is but like don't text me hey some girl you've never met never seen even if you text me like her photo and go like hey I'm in a relationship now here's my girlfriend if you're down but there's just ways to go about it. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. like, Meanwhile, I'm getting like, hey, you want to come over? Three, three from right now, 11.30. See, that's like, I'm not offended at all. You would have responded to that kind of offer. Some people just don't know. But you're also, you were on Grinder though. And like, that's. Right. And I'm like, you know. If I, if I have been on whatever the, I don't know if there's a female version of Grinder. Well, there's like tender. Well, They've the, all failed. Wait, they don't have a female <laughs> version of Grinder. There has been, but they all of like. Fish is what it is. Well, I mean, but no, no the like, 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 I thought that was like, Christians. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, like plenty of fish is hetero. <laughs> no. I mean, plenty of fish. You could you have like the the filter where you could do yeah. just females. I well, always wondered how like like, yeah. like they all, they have, all like, have that. that. Yeah. How like gay people use Bumble because like for mm. hetero Bumble, it's like the lady has to communicate first. So like I've always mm. wondered like how does that work I'm for gay people? Huh? You gotta go on it so you can tell me. All right. Y'all, I research for next show. I came up and <laughs> I grew. I was born in '86. So I came up in the '90s, where it was all about every television show had some sort of like learning moment. Yeah, right. And I don't know if you remember that episode of New York Undercover. <laughs> 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 Taking it all the way back. All the way back. Okay, back when chat rooms first started, and that little girl was talking to the grown man in a chat room, and then went to meet him, and like was dead. And Tevin Campbell was singing in that episode. That scarred me for life. I do not online date. I just won't do it. I can't. I like to me meeting up with a stranger. I'm like no. It just takes me back to that episode. I'm like, I'm going to be that little girl. There's also an episode of Degrassi. Like, it's just, it's been out there. And I'm like, now everyone's like, yes, meet the stranger on this app and like swipe and do all this stuff. I'm like, no. I mean, I'm I'm online dating, but like, I don't enjoy it. And I I feel like. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like most people I know don't enjoy it, but they do. Yeah. and, And I just feel like guys are like so weird. Can I just share with you this little jewel? Oh, yes, uh, please. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. I love this. Open All up right. the Bumble. Yes. Um, no, this is, this is <laughs> well, Tinder. I'm That's a Tinder. This Tinder is a Tinder. Up. I just feel like this yes. is so rude. Swipe left, swipe right. Like <laughs> That's why I only swipe, it's swipe like, right. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I have a straight friend that I, I work I work with, and he was just swipe right, swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. It's a lot faster. He was like, "Fuck this! I like all of them." That's what straight guys so, the straight guy was like, it's a numbers game. He's just <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like no, all of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's because it takes so much less time to just swipe right on everyone. And then you get to see the gr- how many girls like you. I don't care if they're ugly or not. I, w- I just want to know. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. okay. Now we get to I'm, straight I'm guy. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to show you guys a little bit of a Tinder nugget. Hi, sexy. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? This is... Uh, I could be better if... I was with you right now, LOL, winky face. Oh, winky face. So then I said to him, uh, LOL, any big plans for St. Patrick's Day? And he says, no, but I wished I spent all night with you, baby, winky face. Stop with the winky faces. You kept answering this? (laughs) I just, sometimes I have to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, you got to know what's down there. Because you weren't like open to this guy at this point, right? No, I just want to see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, that's that I agree with. That's fun. I just want to yeah. see what, like, the comic in me is like, how bad does this get? Yeah. Because yeah. just using the word sexy in the intro, I would imagine. Yeah. I would it's imagine like, he, he lost any chance he had. Yeah. That's so insane. then I sent him a smiley face after that. Nice. So then he says, You are gorgeous and so sexy, baby, winky face. Oh, God, baby. No. So then I sent him a thanks. Then he says, Where are you live? Oh, okay. Ooh, whoa. Mm. Where Ooh, are really you, Liz? Okay, see. I got some insight on this. Keep going. And so then I said, Westchester, how about you? Then he says, Astoria, Dismars. I know. I know. You live by yourself? Oh. oh. And so then I said, uh, what do you do for work slash fun? And then he says, for fun, I ate pussy. Ate? Used to. Eight. I used to. LOL. Construction I do. That makes sense oh, okay. about the grammar. Then. Let me tell you something. That's a construction worker that just moved into the country. Yeah. He's probably from Colombia, lives in Astoria. He doesn't know how to get pussy because he can barely speak English. That that that's 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 my day in Tinder, you guys. That was I mean, hey, or my he day started jacking off like halfway through texting yeah. you because it. I mean, minus no, the no, I'm 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 telling you what <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know that because he's I live in Jackson Heights, <laughs> and that's like half of my like grinder messages. Wow. Yeah. Our guys that just moved here, like oh, I'm from Colombia. I've only been here for like two weeks. Um. You find that out after because they don't know how to speak English. Wait, af- after what? After I meet them and fuck After them. Oh, okay. Fuck them. okay. Yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to make sure. <laughs> you know, they don't make SVU episodes about all the times that they just has oh, a relationship they and they get married. Exactly. Like, right. Don't, we don't, don't make, know how many people are they just chat come in and bust and, a nut. I know like, a lot of people that's who met, not an SVU like, episode online and they just got married. Like, but I, that's really yeah. boring. So no one like, or they just met and had threesomes. Yeah, that too. That's only you on a St. Patrick's Day. Stop bragging. Yeah, Mm. but like, I feel like I I do the dating app thing just because like, you know, I'm trying to meet a new pool of people. Mm. And I have I I have had a a relationship out of um, somebody that I met on OkCupid. Not that it worked. That's the only one that I've heard is successful is like any relationship I've heard about is always been through OkCupid. Do you guys know people that aren't on match? Like, is that like a... You see all the commercials. Is that like I a real thing? I just assume it's like over you 15. Have to, you have yeah. to pay for it. 
fuck those yeah, people. Right. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, you're on three of them, you don't pay anything. Like, I think yeah. by going on there, you're automatic, you're with people who want to do pay for it. I, that automatically makes them kind of people I don't respect. Hey. I didn't like Match when they first came out, and it was like, why are you only showing, like, same race couples like what is that about and like it was like it got to a point where i was like this is a thing like you did okay is that like one of the questions like okay only well, it's one of the requirements black in only putting you with a yeah. black person yeah. cool like yeah. it's it just seemed weird to me so i you know i just instantly did not like them i can't what's the one that has all the questions that's mm. e-harmony yeah right? So I got rejected from e-harmony they re- <laughs> people? you can re- you can get rejected yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh, why? Like, so, like, I, I filled out the whole questionnaire, and then when they're supposed to send you back a message telling you who your matches are, they sent me back uh, a form letter saying that there wasn't anyone in their database that they thought was going to be a good match for me. And please try again some other time. Wow. Well, eHarmony's different like that. They're specifically trying to make, like, you be the... They're trying to find the same person. They're trying to Which find, like, someone all these different compatibilities because eHarmony is for people who desperately want to get married oh that's it's for it's it's marketed towards people who are just like i need to be married yesterday i feel like if i get to that point i'm hopefully i'd have money but i'd call up a millionaire matchmaker and just make it happen because i love that show so like not that i have crazy amounts of money but like you know i i i went through a thing where i was just like all right i'm gonna like go and try to like apply with matchmakers and so uh, my parents have been divorced many times. So, like, my dad is on his fourth wife, and my mom had been married uh, two times. And so that's part of the questionnaire. And once I had, like, mentioned how many times my parents were married, I was automatically, like, pulled out of the pool because oh they just felt like I, I was genetically like, not. Fucked. Yeah, they're you're just fucked. like, you're genetically <laughs> not able to be married. Well, you don't have values. Wow, yeah. that's. But, like, I have values. My parents don't. That's not my problem. Yeah, do you, like, you need love, too. That's. Wow. Yeah. I mean, all day I feel like I've had like the uh, the Queen song. Find me somebody to love. Oh, yes. No. Uh, so, I got it. Sorry, you guys. My phone is a little hinky. Uh, so, uh, Lene. Yes. Do you feel like black women are more of a commodity now that Get Out has uh, been a blockbuster? You know, I've, I've, uh, there, I feel like before it came out, I don't, I went to see it the first time in the Magic Johnson Theater. Now it was an experience. Yeah. It was, LA. Yeah. we're LA? Harlem. Harlem. There's a magic. Oh, it's, yeah. not, it's not the I Magic Johnson anymore in LA. It's the rave now. Yeah, I was like, I, I didn't realize yeah. it was a Magic Johnson theater. I, oh, yes. I, I lived in LA for like eight years. It's like Magic Johnson. Oh, okay. Magic yeah. Johnson yeah. owns fucking everything yes. in LA. Yeah, he does. All he owns now is that Fridays on Sentinella. It's he oh, has that Friday. He's oh, he doesn't have the theater anymore. No. Yeah. They didn't take the pictures down though. No, I think they did. It's did not, they? It's not the Magic Dang. Johnson anymore. What? Oh, he got so that. I would go okay. there all the time, and yeah, it was really sad. Well, if you want a Magic Johnson theater, go to the one on 125th. Um, I recommend going to see black movies at 125th, because you get the full experience. Um, and Get Out, I was like, I have to go see this 
at Magic Johnson Theater. Like, I can't see it anywhere else. And uh, it was, I was surrounded by black women. And, like, anytime anything happened, we were like, mm, don't do that. Mm-mm, don't do that. <laughs> she, she gonna get you. Oh, she gonna get you. Oh, the first time they show, spoiler alert, the first time they show that little door open, they're like, oh, nope, go in that go in that room and figure out what's in there. Oh, you didn't want to go in there? And then when he finally does, we're like, I told you, mm, knew she was crazy. Like the whole, <laughs> it was just a beautiful experience. That sounds awesome. It, oh, yes. <laughs> All right, is. when are we going? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you've seen the movie before, you just go see it again. Go to the Magic Johnson yeah. Theater. I promise you will not be well, disappointed. You're saying that's a good place to watch black movies but yeah. it sounds like you're describing it as a good place to watch horror movies because uh, what you're describing has well, nothing to uh, well, do with Get Out is a horror movie yeah. right but I mean, what you're describing is the don't go movie. in that room that's, no, uh, you that's don't, not something specific to like black specific movies right that's you don't want that movies. for every movie though like there is a certain but it's only of, black movie like yeah. I, I see so what you you're saying see fences because in it. like if you go to see Fences no. or like if you go so to see like a Tyler Perry movie you well Tyler Perry yeah that's well Fences I like because there's so much dialogue when it comes to August Wilson I wouldn't want that masked by anyone talking around me like I need I watched that at home on my Amazon was like let me just sit here by myself and, and get and absor- absorb every that's happening that would be the only exception but anything else like you need the full experience of like talking and like just like just having that camaraderie but it's more specifically to a black movie just because like there's an experience there that if i when i like, i went to see it again down on 14th street at the i think it's a regal theater oh yeah it's a regal. and it was it was a mixed crowd and there's just certain things like i couldn't yell out because like there's things that I can say that like I don't necessarily want mixed company to repeat back to me because then it becomes an issue. <laughs> so just like I, you know, it's like I'm not gonna. There's just certain things I won't drop. Um, but seeing it at Magic Johnson, it was like I can say whatever comes to mind, and like people are gonna understand where I'm coming from, and they're gonna get why I'm saying what I'm saying. So it's more of that. But with the, I mean, a horror movie, I guess. But I also don't pay to see horror movies because I. Okay, friends don't like to go with me to watch horror films. I've been watching them since I was like three. So I'll laugh because to me it's like this. I already know what's gonna happen. You're gonna get stabbed, stab. Like yes, but my friends are they're like anxious and they they want to have the experience. And I start laughing and they get mad at me and I get hit a lot. So I don't really watch a lot of horror films for that reason. But maybe I don't watch horror for the opposite because like I don't really watch horror films, so I get really scared. And so like I've got one friend that I've been best friends with her since eighth grade. And she can, like, walk me through a horror movie. And then she's just like, okay, hear the music. Mm. You know something's going to jump out. I'm like, all right. And then I'm like, what? And then she's just like, just just look this way. I'll tell you when you can look. I'm like, okay. And, like, I just remember, like, I went with this, like, big group of people to watch Blair Witch. Oh. And everybody just was clowning because like i tell everyone like listen i'm not good at horror like i'm gonna act a fool you just need to understand that (laughs) and so like that like we have this big ass tub of popcorn like for like eight people and so like it was like my turn with the popcorn and like i have this big vat of soda next to me Mm -hmm. and then somebody is just like um like a like a scene that's like really like suspenseful and the, my friend, he grabs my leg, and I scream, and I push the, the popcorn. <laughs> it tumbles over the people in front of me. They're covered in popcorn. My elbow hits the soda. Everybody on the right of me is covered in soda. And they're like, Maris, what the fuck? And I'm just like, dude, I told you I can't watch fucking horror. Why are you grabbing me? And they're just like, 
I just thought you were just saying that. I'm like, I'm not saying that. Like, <laughs> oh, God, I can't. I can't handle this. It's too much. It's ah, like I can't do some commercials. Like, oh. like you know, if um, if it's like a psoriasis commercial. Oh, mm. oh God! They oh. show like the mm. scabbies, and it's all oh. fake too. It's all like, it is fake all psoriasis. fake, but it's just like oh, uh, yes. you have to remember that. Just like with those, you know, uh, the commercials where Arms of the Angels and they show all those like injured dogs. Those aren't real. Those are all like dogs that have just been put in like makeup and they make it look like they're missing. In an eye, that's stuff like not. That. Are you serious? Of course true. not. Yeah. That's really true. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Those puppies are hurting. Heard a bit about that. Not <laughs> no, it's too real. Yeah. Uh, no. Wow. A one-legged puppy. That's real. With Sarah McLaughlin singing <laughs> yeah. in the background. Right. Like, oh, that yeah. one gets me every time. But to answer, your, but to answer your question, yes, I do think the movie was meant as a message against misogyny. Okay. Thank you. Wow, man. Full, I love yeah. it. We went full circle. Yeah. All right. One more before she comes in here and she tells me, bitch, get off the mic. Um, <laughs> so uh, things we missed from childhood. Oh, oh yeah. We have to make this a roundabout. Everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you miss from childhood? Um, oh, okay. Um, what do I miss from childhood? Um, hope. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's a good one. Damn. <laughs> yeah, the Clintons. Um, okay. It's just in terms of governance. Uh, mostly just being able to eat like several thousand calories and just custard and it not being an issue. Like just oh, re- being able to really, one. really eat horribly and only be not kind here. of out of shape. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. What do you miss about childhood? Ooh, fried bologna sandwiches, baking. I used to bake a lot when I was a kid. The like squeeze it when squeeze it made like the ones with the Jello in it. Y'all remember that? There was like, a squeeze of juice in the Jello and the and squeeze it Ooh, like you. It was it was it's kind of gross now, but I miss those candy. Right. No responsibility. Like, mm. I miss not having to pay a fucking bill, not uh, thinking about a fucking bill. Yes. What are bills? Running around, not worried about bills. Marissa? Uh, I would say the Cold War and hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, before we go, because we got the one minute mark, Lene, where can everyone mm. see you next? Ooh, um, I'm performing with my improv team, King Zebra, uh, this Monday, the 20th, at uh, Pitt Striker Stage at 9.30. Um, and then the 31st, I'll be at Reckless Theater reading some poetry for uh, some universe and uh, then performing again. My, my team, King Zebra, we perform a lot at the pit, so if you check their calendar, we're always on there. Oh, we're also performing, who am I talking about? The 23rd, actually, we're performing in uh, the NYC Improv Fest, so we'll also be performing at the pit for that at 10 p.m. on the 23rd. Ronnie, where can everyone see you next? I will actually be with you at Broadway at Greenwich Village Comedy Club for Fashion Me Funny, March 25th. I actually just got booked this week to host a show at Broadway Comedy Club, uh, March 31st, 10 p.m. Make sure you check me out. And then I'm hosting again April 4th, 10 p.m., Broadway Comedy Club. So, yeah, check Uh, me out. Awesome. You can catch me at Max Fish on March the 23rd. Greenwich Village Comedy Club, 6 p.m. for Fashionably Funny uh, at uh, March the 25th. 
every Friday from 6 to 8 right here on FLO Empire Radio for Big Talk and Brewskies. Follow me on Twitter at Marissa Smith. Follow the show on Twitter at Big Talk and Brew. This is Big Talk and Brewskies. Have a great Friday. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And drink some fucking green beer, you guys. Yes. Love you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. Wanna cool a combo in here? Crack a cold one on the head. Big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. Wanna cool a combo in here? Crack a cold one on the head. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, war. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. I tell my nephews that too. You Thank God. Right. Enjoy they school. They used to tell us the same enjoy thing. Enjoy school enjoy now. Enjoy school. You're going to be grown before you know it. Paying these bills. Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> well, you talking shit about that. <laughs> you want to get I'm mad, man. Now. You want to be a man? I'm grown. You want to be a man? Oh, hey, rent. Get a job. Yeah. 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 Yeah.